What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the Club app, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Mula. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? What's up? I'm DJ Mula, the man named Mula, Mula, whatever you want to call me. I'm from Connecticut. Everybody know I love Connecticut to the ground, so nowhere else but Connecticut. That's where I'm from. Awesome, bro. We're super excited to have you here on the podcast, man. This is the My DJ Story podcast, so we want to hear your story of being a DJ in the game. So talk to us about the beginning days. What sparked your interest to become a DJ and walk us through your journey from there? Um, So my background, my parents are Jamaican. They were born in Jamaica. So anybody that knows music is a big part of the Jamaican culture. Um, I grew up with an older cousin that was already a DJ. Like DJing kind of ran to my family. But my cousin used to have this big block party like back in the day and just going out there and seeing the big speakers and everybody out there and the, the bass is booming and that kind of inspired me. And then my cousin kind of just took me under his wing as I got older. Nice, bro. And I'm Jamaican as well. So appreciate the Jamaican family coming out here and sharing their story. And yeah, music is super influential coming from Jamaica and Jamaican culture has really shaped music in so many different ways. So I had an uncle that had that was a DJ. So he had the speakers and everything like that. And I never I never knew what it was all about. And I had no clue that I'd be working so closely with DJs. Um, But it's funny how everything comes full circle. Uh, So I'm super excited to hear, you know, after you got that initial introduction, talk to us about, you know, how your journey, your 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 DJ career progressed um, from that initial introduction. Uh, Walk me through some of like the stories and things that happened throughout your journey, leading us to where you are today. So I would would like to say, I've been around DJing my whole life because of my cousin. I always wanted to be a DJ, but I really didn't take it serious for a long time. Anybody that knows me personally knows I was a wrestler first. So I wrestled almost all my life. And then as I got older and like slowed down with wrestling, I told myself it's time to take DJing more serious. So then, um... But yeah, like I said, my cousin kind of, if you if you Jamaican, you know Jamaicans have sound. So my cousin put me on, on his sound and I kind of came up under him. And then one day it's like, I grew up throwing parties. So I kind of made a name for myself throwing huge events. So my cousin had a huge event and he kind of just looked at me like, yo, this is it for me. Like, it's time for you to step up. And we're here today. This is it. Awesome, brother. Now, this is super exciting, man. It seems like it's been super organic music and DJing have been in, around you in your life forever. And you're just living in it and walking it every single day, man. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about your branding and everything about your story from there on. OK, yeah, definitely. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here at my brother, DJ Mula, and he's telling an amazing story about his life as a DJ. So one jump into your branding, man. Your name is DJ Mula. How did you get that name? And what does that branding and name mean to you? Um, I got the name Mula in like high school, probably when I was like a freshman or sophomore. Like my name was something else before, but it, also, it was something that had to do with money too. But because I grew up, I was always the guy with the master plan to make a million dollars. Like, I always found some way for me and my friends to make some money. So then one of my boys had went to Spanish class. I guess he learned the word moolah. 
So every time he saw me in the hallway, he would yell out Moolah and he was calling me. And then it just, everybody else just started calling me that. So that when it's time to be a DJ, just you add the DJ in front of it, you know? Awesome, bro. That's exciting because, you know, it, it really goes to what you're about and if you're about money, I mean, you're also about business and DJing is not just a hobby. It's something that can be a very lucrative business for you. So I'd love for you to talk about, you know, what does being DJ Mula mean to you and how do you go about it in a business sense to build your DJ career? Um, The business, well, anybody that, as you're from Connecticut, you know, I built my brand very strongly. Like my brand is very strong. I'm into marketing and all of that so i'm into like graphics and just putting everything together like the finished product so i I pride myself on my my brand and my name and that's why my all my handles are the man named moolah and not dj moolah because i'm more than a dj you know djs is a part of what i do well part of who i am actually you know i do it full time that's that's this right here Gotcha, man. Tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the learning lessons that you've learned throughout this journey. This is the My DJ Story podcast. So we like to use your story to help other DJs in their journey. So talk to me a little bit about some things that you know now as a mature DJ um, that you wish you knew when you were first getting started. Um, Everything happens for a reason. You might not see it now, but later down the line, you realize everything happens for a reason. Also, always be confident. When you have self-doubt, that's when things go left and just and my big thing I've been preaching to the younger DJs now is play with confidence because the crowd could tell if you're not playing with confidence and you're not gonna get the reaction that you that you want. So if I would have knew that at a younger age is play with confidence, I feel like I mean everything happens for a reason, but a lot of my journeys would have been easier. Yeah, that's super great advice. When you're DJing, you're performing. And if you're not performing with confidence, you're not going to get the energy or the reaction from the crowd that's going to be favorable to really set the vibe that you need to be considered a great DJ. You know, talk to me about what are some of the things that people can do to build that confidence? Because, you know, you can fake it till you make it, but there's some tangible things that you can do that can make you more confident in your skill of DJing. So talk to me about some of the things you did to build that confidence over time. Um, Well, I'm a natural competitor. So like... I kind of compete with myself before. So like if I say I DJed yesterday, I try to out DJ myself today. So I'm a, that's a, that just helps with a lot of with my branding, everything. I'm just a very, like I'm a competitor. Like if you say this person's number one, I'm a compete and be like, I'm on, on that. And also my team is everything. So the people you keep around you play a big part and everything i wouldn't be where i am today without my team so i love that man and being in a good team or have a good team around you is super important no one can do things by themselves and get very far you need people around you that's going to help build you up and then also you guys are moving in the same direction and supporting one another you Especially, know oh, yes man man yes man will be the downfall of everything so no yes man yeah, man, you need leaders. Um, and when you have leaders in your circle, everyone's able to drive on their own, but yet at the same time together uh, for the common purpose, man. Talk to me about some of the elements that are great 
uh, from the people that you look for to join your team or to just be in your circle? You know, how can people find the right people? How did you find your team members um, and, and go about building that relationship? So talk to me about who they are and like how they came about to be a part of the team, the Moolah team. So this is, this is about to be a crazy story. So um, first of all, I have a team, me and my friend have a team named RMF. Me and two of my boys own RMF. We're a big, like, marketing and promotional entity in Connecticut. Not even in Connecticut, like, the New England area. Um, I met my business partner technically on Twitter. So people always think it's, it's a weird story. So when I was coming up, I used to DJ a lot of house parties. So I DJ a house party at area that I'm not really from. So I guess he saw me at the house party. He DM'd me. He was already throwing parties and stuff. So he DM'd me. He was like, yo, I kind of want to book you for a party. I'm looking for the next party. And I just DM'd it back. and like, yo, I got this crazy idea. Let's do something together. So then we set up this meeting. I told him my crazy idea. He loved it. Um, like, so we were business partners before anything. So naturally, being around each other and and we just became like best friends and then naturally you just take the people that are good at what they do individually like you said individually that they're going to do fine by themselves but if we all come together it just makes everything 10 times better so we kind of just push each other and now we're here today we made a name for ourselves yeah that's great man and it's great that it was organic it wasn't a force it kind of like you wanted to work with him he wanted to work with you there was a vibe and they messed together and eventually you guys became best friends yeah, and that's like, something we're on our team now 15 20 people on our team that are wow. all in different ways so wow, everything man. i came everything's in-house everything is in-house Wow. Yeah, that's amazing, bro. 15 people is not easy to manage. Yeah, um, and having different people, all different personalities, all leaders in their own right, like it can get hectic. But if you have a great foundation, like you said, with you and your friend that, you know, you guys really built that strong bond. If you two set the pace and start setting the standard and the leadership and the example, everything's going to follow suit and help you guys all rise together as a big team of 15 plus people in this DJ game. So I think that that's truly amazing, man. And not just DJing, you said you're in all forms of entertainment and being able to help um, this industry and move forward and build your brand and your name. Um, so talk to me a little bit about some of the other things that you're doing aside from DJing so we can get a full scope of everything that Moolah is. Um, like I said, my team is RMF, so we do a lot of huge events. I know earlier before the interview, we were talking about you do 5,000 people and yeah, we were kind of on that same, same wave. We do concerts. We do huge... My number one branded event that I've been able to travel around with, I have this uh, whipped cream party, and it's called Ready Whipping Lake. That I was able, to, we're able to travel. We've done it in Miami, we've done it in Rhode Island. You know, COVID kind of slowed everything else down, but um, that's my number one event. That and I have another party in the summertime. That's huge. We do a lot of like outdoor festival kind of events too so you probably booked your favorite artist worked with your favorite artist your favorite dj we kind of did one that one everything also we're really heavy into like graphic design i have a videographer on my team that shot a lot of the the 
upcoming rappers' videos or like your famous rappers' videos, your favorite rappers. Like we have a comedian on our team, so everything's like in house, in house. And down to to our accountant, it's my boy that graduated and he handles everything. So. Wow, man, that's great. You got elements from all types of walks and you got the full-fledged team together, even from the accountant. I like to hear that, brother. You're a true businessman and I see that you really know what it takes to be a successful businessman. Give me some of that business advice for people that don't think in a business-savvy way. Help us understand what it takes to be a true business-minded person and how you were able to get there. Um, Trial and error, man. Trial and error basically experiences the best teacher. You're gonna you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. It's all about keep going, keep pushing through. Always been on yourself 100 percent of the time. Really and truly. And just surround yourself with good people. Yeah, definitely, man. Trial and error is super important. And to do that, you have to not be afraid of failing and not be afraid to take risk. A lot of times people are too afraid to fail. They're afraid of that trial and error. They're afraid of it. And that's what's holding you back. If you're okay with falling out on your face and getting back up, then you're going to win. As long as you do that over and over and you're learning each time, because if you fall on your face and you're not learning about what tripped you, all right, you, you, need, you, need, to, you need to figure out something else. But if you're making mistakes and you're learning from them and you're improving every time over and over, your failures become the step, the step stools to your success. You need those failures in order to step over into success. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's not like you got a degree or something, or you, or you yeah. had a, a mentor or you had, uh, this, this, this special book that taught you all this stuff. It, it, it's just trial wow. and error. And it's so simple, but people are afraid to take those risks. And if you have the opportunity to do that and jump into it and just go for it and have confidence, like you spoke about earlier, you're able to progress and improve. And that's what it's all about. It's not about being the best on day one. It's about improving and being better than your yesterday. That's, that's what it a, takes. That's a fact. Yeah, man. I love this interview, man. You're really dropping gems for the people and really helping people understand how simple it can be if you make it simple. A lot of times yeah. people complicate it and, and they overthink things. I had that conversation with, a, with one of my fellow DJs. Um, she's a... She's more of a private corporate gig DJ. And she's trying to make her way into, into the clubs. And I just told her, I'm like, yo, you're you're already good at DJing. You're just overthinking it. And just keep doing what you're already doing. You don't have to overcomplicate it. So Yeah, bro. That that's exactly what it is. And it's because sometimes people fear to fail. So they're like they're trying to pinpoint every little way that they can make yourself not possible to fail and it's like it's impossible to do that but if you realize that the failure or the perception of failure is not really a bad thing but really something that's going to help you move forward and be better for the next time you'll be able to walk in it much differently and move with that confidence so um to your friend to anyone else that's listening have confidence like dj mula is going to take you very far and it has taken him very far as you can see he has a team of over 15 people in his crew including djs accountants marketers this guy's really doing it and if you can look at examples of other people that are doing it and learn from what they're doing and then apply it to what you're doing you're able to have a blueprint that makes it less risky 
and you're able to still go with that trial and error. So that's why we have this podcast. So you can hear the stories of how other people are doing it and then you can replicate it and then make it your own. And that's what it really takes. I agree. YouTube University too helps a lot. So <laughs> yeah, man, there's a lot of free content out there and this just takes the driving initiative to go out and get it. And if you're like using YouTube, like there's so many people that are putting out free information that's going to help you. You got to do the work to one, get that information and then two, apply it. You can't just have it all in your head and let it sit there. Nothing will happen. But if you're taking the time to learn it, then you're taking the time and the risk to apply it. You will see results if you don't give up. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, brother. I would love to hear, you know, what are some things that you currently focus on now and how could myself, our community and everyone involved with the club help and support you? Well, the next big thing I have going is uh, I'm having a huge birthday celebration June 19th. Um, anybody that knows me, know I've been screaming June 19th for the last couple months. Um, it's me and my other boy. That's a DJ, DJ Perfect. Shout out to DJ Perfect. Our teams are putting it together. We have celebrity guests. Our main, our headliner is Cranium. So if any, if you into any type of Caribbean music, you know who Cranium is. So we have other special guests that's just going to pop up. I can't announce too much. They're just going to show up and, and perform some of your favorite songs. And we're going we're gonna to make it a movie. Also, uh, I'm, I'm the traveling DJ right now. So I've been in and out of different states, just going to the big clubs and just having a good time, honestly. Awesome, bro. And for that June 19th event, where will it be? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Bridgeport, Connecticut, 40 Logan Street. Big outdoor festival vibe. So come have a good time. Awesome, bro. Yeah, I'm in Jersey. That's only a step right over. Um, yeah, so I, I I'm, I'm down to pull up, man. Send me that information. I want to pull up. I want to get involved with the club and let's hope we can make this happen, brother. And yeah, man, everyone support my brother, DJ Mula. He's definitely doing it big. And you can see just how his demeanor is so chill and just so humble about what he's doing. He's doing some amazing things. And it just takes that humility to be able to do great things and not get too into yourself to where you're now so prideful that you can't reach that next level of elevation. And I'm so happy to see you do it, man. Always remember that one hand washes the other. So each one teach one. Definitely, brother. At this time, I would love to you give any parting piece of, of advice for DJs out there. Uh, what's the most important thing that they should be getting from this conversation or should they should be doing right now as a DJ? Make friends. That's the number one thing is make friends. Um, that brought me far in my DJ careers. It's, it's allowed me to DJ for a living and live very comfortably. Um, just make friends. You never know who can help you. You never know when you might need somebody. You never know who somebody is or who somebody's going to be. So just make friends. It's allowed me to travel more and do some amazing things and meet some amazing people and let's go some amazing places. So make friends, honestly. Make Great friends. advice. I love it, brother. At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Yeah. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Um, SRT, Serato. Who's your favorite DJ? Mm, right now, I got it. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm a big fan of DJs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, I listen to a lot of people. So, what has been your favorite party or event that you've DJed at, and why? Uh, my bigger, my big event, uh, Ready Looking Lake in November, because it made me who I am today. Where should people go to party in your city? Forty Logan Street, June nineteenth. <laughs> Forty Logan Street, ten twenty. Infections, um, a lot of lit ultra lounge in Waterbury, Connecticut. It's a lot of places. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Crowd interaction. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Uh, A Will, Echo, Perfect, Rush, Double T. Um, is lit tech 12 loose cannon Tisa all my DJ brothers from the tri-state New England area my brother DJ Diamond so a bunch of HBK DJ DJ a lot of people all the Shadyville DJs shout out to the Shadyville DJs so awesome bro and look forward to hearing their stories one day on the show and any DJ that wants to be on the podcast they can sign up at djsignup.com and brother once again where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events the man named Mula so it's T-H-E-N-A-M-E-D-M-U-L-A on everything anything you can think of is the man named Mula on everything Awesome, man. This has been a great interview. I got a lot of value out of it, and I know our audience did as well. Everyone check out my brother, DJ Mula. He's really killing it, doing a lot of things, got an amazing team, and this is only the beginning of his journey. So you guys stay tuned. Like he said, you never know who people are going to become, and I know this guy's going to become huge. So follow him, stay tuned with his journey, and we appreciate you, brother, and we look forward to seeing you in the club. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you in the club.